Hey babies, it's Mama J. It's uh, time for a blue Christmas episode of Slut Radio. We will not be discussing sex today. We will be discussing depression and its nasty little friends. So, yeah, I just wanted to check in on you guys today. You're my babies and... I know this has been a difficult time of year. Uh, It's most of the people that I know celebrate Christmas. But even if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's hard not to get kind of caught up in all the different holiday cheer. And I know what it feels like to be caught in that holiday cheer when you just don't care when you can't care and I I do I know that how that feels and I I just if you're feeling that way I didn't want you to be alone I didn't want you to feel alone I want you to know that I'm I'm here with you and the notes that I have are terrible I'll be perfectly honest about that It's actually terrible because I'm not going through a depressive episode right now. I've already done a podcast and deleted the whole damn thing because it just sounded like I'm some smarmy know-it-all and I don't want to come off like that. So here we are. This is take three, I think, of Blue Christmas and I hope that it's helpful. I hope that... If you are listening to this, I want you to be okay. If you're listening to this because you have a friend that you're worried about, I hope they're okay and I hope you're okay too. It's it's hard from what I understand. It's it's hard for my friends to know what to do to help me when I'm having one of these episodes. When I said that about depression and its ugly little friends, I'm talking about anxiety, PTSD, bipolar disorder, you name it. There is a menu of psychological issues and mental illness out there that you can just I used to be a pharmacy technician, and it really, it, it, we would remark quite often, and not in a bad way, just in an observational way, that most of the meds that we sold in our pharmacy were antipsychotics, antidepressants, and anti-anxiety meds. These are the bulk of what people take. So you are not alone. I want you to know that you aren't alone. And I want you to think if you're not in a depressive episode, if you're not having a manic episode or, or any, anything like this, and I don't know about any of these things except my own depression. So I can't speak to say PTSD or bulimia. Um, I, I can't speak to those things. I know that those are also forms of mental illness. And it, it's okay to be that person 
with that illness, your mental illness is not going to define you, but it is a part of you. So there's that. Oh, I did want to share a tweet. I've been on Twitter and I am uh, still kind of getting my feet wet with the social media thing. I used to do Facebook back in the day, but I hate Facebook now. Okay. Um, but I found this tweet that spoke directly to the place I refer to as the black. And, and that, that may not make sense to anybody unless you are suffering from depression. And I hope that it'll make sense. Okay, here's, here's the tweet. That's the thing about demons. They'll taunt you, whisper nasty little thoughts, and still cheer as they see you stumbling. Kindness is what scares the demons. Don't forget to be kind to yourself today. Okay, that was the tweet. And the person that tweeted it was at Kissy Moose. K-I-S-S-I-M-O-O-S-E. Kissy Moose. So if that's not the person who wrote it and you know who the author of this profound thought is, let me know so I can give them the proper credit for it. But that's what lives in my head that goes dormant sometimes. Like right now, like I said, I'm not going through a depressive episode. But when I do, they taunt me. Oh, you're so stupid. Oh, you don't matter. They whisper these nasty, nasty little thoughts. Again, the ones that say, you don't matter. Nobody loves you. You don't matter. You don't matter. You don't matter. And after they do this, and these depressive thoughts, the black, these demons, they, they will cheer as you stumble and fall, as you go into the abyss, because that's what they want. They don't care about you. And what's going to scare these demons, this black, is kindness, right? And that's what this quote says. The last thing that it says is, don't forget to be kind to yourself today. So, that's what I want you to do if you are having an episode, if you feel, as my, my psychiatrist will, will go, she goes through this list of questions with me very quickly, because we've been through it so many times, and it all blurs into one word when she does it, but... If you're experiencing feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, and self-doubt and self-loathing, well, you need to be kind to yourself. And that's hard to do. I know that. So, and if, if you're a friend of somebody who is going through this, I'll, I'll talk directly to you here in just a few minutes. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten you. Um, but 
to be kind to yourself. When you are in the throes of one of these depressive episodes, that is going to be something as simple as taking a shower. Do that. Just get a shower or a bath. It doesn't have to be a bubble bath. But just get a shower. Not too hot, not too cold. Little baby bear, just right. And dry off after you're done and put on your your favorite pair of pajamas I don't care if they are holy (laughs) I don't care if they're a pair of briefs just being held together by by wishes if if this is what you need to feel comfortable do it Eat. Please don't forget to eat. I know that when I'm going through one of my episodes, I don't care about eating. So, I will make myself, I will force myself to take a shower every day because that, that sometimes helps. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. When I'm going through one of these episodes, I'm going to be honest. So, If it doesn't help, try to eat something. Just a little something. Maybe an apple or a piece of pizza that's left over from, you know, a couple days ago. Something. Eat something. A cookie. Eat a cookie. You may not want to. But you may find after that first bite that you're actually a little bit hungry. So one cookie may turn into several cookies. And that's okay. Because I just want you to be okay. I want you to be out of the black. So do something kind and nice for yourself. And and. This kind of goes hand in hand with that. One of the things that I do anyway, I am a people pleaser. I know a lot of people who have depressive issues tend to put themselves last on their own list. You put everybody ahead of you and especially at this time of year because everybody You have to shop and you have to buy a gift for everybody. You have to buy a gift for them. You have to bake cookies for this. You have to buy a white elephant gift. You have to buy a secret Santa gift. You know, you're always, this time of year is very, very difficult for any kind of self-love. And no, I don't just mean masturbation. I mean any kind of self-care. So try to put yourself first know your triggers if you if you possibly can I know that I've got one personally coming up New Year's Eve is a very 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 difficult time for me and one of these days I hope I can go into that with you it it has nothing to do with the holiday itself as far as I'm concerned December 31st is just a date on the calendar 
and but it's like I said it's it's special to me in the way that it's one of my triggers and I know it's coming up so I am I'm not very hopeful to be honest I'm not very hopeful and I I know it's going to happen I just don't know what to do about it other than take my meds so know your triggers if if especially this time of year when our senses are overloaded with oh I've got to do this for so and so and oh I need to do that and I've got to mail cards and I've got to go shopping and I've got to wrap gifts and I've got to decorate and I've got to bake and all these things are mostly for other people so when you are are putting yourself last very often our triggers find it, it's easier for our triggers to trigger the depression or the episode of whatever it is that you suffer from. So just try, try the self-care. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. That's an important one too. So get your shower or your bath. Make sure you're eating. Like I said, even a little bit. Have some popcorn. Something. Make sure that you're avoiding anything that you know is going to trigger you. And if you can't avoid it, like me and New Year's, it's going to come. Try and think of a way that you can cope. Try to find something to lean on or a crutch or something. Make sure you're taking your meds the way that you and your doctor have discussed or you and your pharmacist. I know that uh, a lot of the time doctors will give their patients, especially with psychiatric meds, they tend to be very expensive and a lot of people can't afford their meds and so doctors will give patients sample packets and the sample packets are great except for one little thing. Gosh, I forgot how my doctor told me how to take them. Write it down. Have the doctor write it down. Write it down on the package or on the bag that they give it to you in. What time you are supposed to take it and how many you're supposed to take and how often you're supposed to do it. Please do that. Um, let's see. Make sure you're drinking. Uh, and no, I don't mean alcohol. I mean, make sure you're putting enough liquid in your body for your body to work. That's another thing that I do in addition to not eating. I don't drink any liquid when I'm going through one of my depressive episodes. And when you do things like this, your body isn't going to work right. And I, dude, I just, I don't know. I, I don't understand enough about depression. So make sure you're drinking, make sure you're eating. Um, let's see, what else can you do? I know it's almost impossible to reach out and ask for help. I understand that. 
But if you can, do it. I'm going to give you guys some phone numbers and some websites here in a few minutes. Back to the meds. Sometimes, especially with these kind of meds, psychiatric meds, oftentimes people don't like the way they, they make, the meds make them feel. So talk to your doctor about that. And it might be that they can actually change it and put you on something that does the same thing, but with different side effects. They're all going to have side effects. But what you've got to remember is that the side effects are definitely not nearly as important as the job that the drug is supposed to do. So if the side effects get to be unmanageable, like if you're just jittery or feel nauseated, I had a medication I had to stop taking because it made me sick to my stomach. But talk to your doctor about it. Um, and it could be something as simple, like I said, as, as just switching you to another med. Um, one of the things that you can do, the pharmacists would always recommend this when I used to work in the pharmacy, is take your meds at the same time every day. It's not just birth control. It's those, uh, those psychiatric meds. <clears throat> Excuse me. The psychiatric meds. Excuse me, I need to take a drink. All right. <clears throat> so try to take your meds at the same time every day. That way, they, when, when, the, when the one you took last night is starting to wear off, you're putting another one into your system right as that one's wearing off. So they overlap at the, the right times. So you're not getting a... You know, if you take it at 8 o'clock one night and then you take it at midnight the next night, you're going to have a four-hour gap there. And so the meds might not feel like they're working as well. But if you take it, if you take a once-a-day dose and you take it every 24 hours, as close to that time as possible every day, it will seem like the meds are really, really, really doing their job. So there's that. I, I don't mean to keep harping on the meds, but I'm just a big believer in it. And uh, so I'm big on the meds and taking them the way that the doctor wants you to and so on and so forth. I want you to know that you're not alone. And I know how hard you've worked on the fake smile and the I'm fine. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. It's a routine, and you've worked on it for years, and I know that. You're not fine, but you're not alone. And I want you to know that. And if you know someone who is struggling with any kind of mental overload this holiday, please reach out to them. Even if it's somebody that doesn't suffer from any kind of mental illness, if they're just, you know, whatever, uh, Joe Schmo from, you know, Ohio or whatever, I tried to rhyme that, um, 
so Joe Schmo is not on any kind of antidepressants. Joe doesn't suffer from depression of any kind. He doesn't have any kind of psychiatric disorders. But yeah, he can still do a Clark Griswold and just have a total meltdown. So this time of year, it's really, really, it wreaks havoc on our brains. It really does. So if you know somebody who's even just having a Clark Griswold, um, hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol moment? From that all the way down to like me and my depressive episodes. And I don't know if y'all are fans of Lil Dicky, but if you have any kind, any, any, any kind of psychiatric issue and there's a whole whole slew of shit under that term there's depression there's bipolar disorder bulimia anxiety PTSD and and it's so many more that I can't even name so if you're suffering from any kind of episode I I think you can relate to this this little thing that I'm about to tell you about. Lil Dicky is a rapper and he's got a show on Hulu called Dave. And episode five of this episode of this show, I'm sorry, episode five, season one, episode five is what we lovingly call Gata's episode. I think the title of it is Hype Man. Because Gata is Lil Dicky's hype man. So I think that's the name of it. I'm not positive. But like I said, it's, it's, we call it Gata's episode. I believe it's episode number five. And in it, we find out that this character, Gata, who is actually this, this, this show chronicles Lil Dicky and his, team of people which actually exists in real life so all these people it's basically a an ongoing documentary type thing with some some fun and funny stuff thrown in there but in this episode we find out that Gaeta is bipolar and when I watched it it hit me on a level that it didn't. I watched it over at my friend's house because I don't have Hulu. And I sat there and just bawled my eyes out because I know what it feels like to have no control over what your brain is doing and the things that it's making you do because it's not you. It's your depression or your bipolar or your anxiety it's those things that are making you behave in this manner and while that is still you it's not the real you so when this was done when this episode was done I don't have any idea if Gaeta was actually 
acting or if he was going through an episode. I'm going to guess he was acting, but he did it so well. He, he deserves some kind of award for it. He really does. And it, like I said, it moved me in a way that I just got it. I really did. So if, if you have a friend who is going through any kind of psychological issue, any kind, watch this episode of Dave. It's number five. And it's going to help you because that's one of the things that they discuss is how can we be there to help you, Gata? What can we do for you, Gata? We want you to know that we care about you, Gata. So that's something that, that will help you as a friend to figure out how to, how to deal, how to help your friend. Because you know you want to, but you just don't know how. And some of the things that you can do, as I've mentioned earlier, I, I want you guys to make sure that you're getting a shower and because showering is is also a mental thing you you definitely wash the dirt off your body but when you get out you kind of feel clean mentally even if you're still going through one of your episodes you still at least are clean and you feel clean so it it is kind of a mental thing so shower make sure they're taking their meds Make sure they eat. Um, if you know what their favorite food is, you're their friend. You probably do. Bring them a bag of, of little white donuts. Bring them a box of Pop-Tarts. You know, something that's going to be easy to eat, doesn't require any cooking. They can sit in their chair or on their couch or in their bed or, or wherever they are and they can nibble on these things and they don't have to get up and and take it to the kitchen or throw something away you know if you take a pizza over they're going to have to put the pizza in the fridge they're going to have to make room for it in the fridge they're going to have to get up and put plates in the dishwasher or if you're eating on paper plates to throw those away you know pot tarts and 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 what else did I say? Pop-Tarts and I don't know. But just bring them something small to snack on that doesn't require any work or any thought. You can just throw away a Pop-Tart wrapper. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to put it in the dishwasher. You don't have to you don't have to physically wash it if you don't have a dishwasher. You don't have to put the leftovers anywhere. You can just put the put the pop tart aside if you only eat one. It's it's going to be fine. So, make sure your friends eat. Make sure they have liquid. Make sure they're staying hydrated. Uh, that's that's definitely something you can do for them and just I want you as their friend to remember that they can't control how they feel they can't 
You, you can't just snap your fingers and be happy. And if they do that, they're doing it to please you. They're not really happy. It's, that's almost a guarantee. If they're going through a real true uh, psychiatric episode of any kind, and they just go instantly from happy or from sad to, okay, yeah, let's go out and go to a bar. No, baby, they are not ready to do that. So don't do that. Make sure you just sit there with them and be there for them and, and talk to them. Tell them you want to know what they're feeling. And one of the most important things that you can do as a friend, and this is going to sound stupid, but it's from the bottom of my heart. When I am in one of my depressive episodes, again, I can't speak for anybody else and what they go through, but when I am in one of my depressive episodes, if it's very hard for me, bear with me, I'm going to try and get my words out. If someone lets me know that they are thinking of me, that's great. That's fine. It's okay. I can, I, whatever. But if somebody lets me know that they are thinking of me, and it brought a smile to their face or made them happy or gave them a warm fuzzy in their heart. I say warm fuzzies a lot. It's just like a hug. Um, if you let them know that, that's going to make a difference. Because everybody will say, oh, I thought about you. I'm thinking about you. And it, it may actually be true. That's, that's fine. That's wonderful. But when I am in one of my depressive states, I'm just like, meh, I don't, I'm sorry, I know that they mean it, and I love them, but I just don't care that they're thinking about me. But if they let me know that they are thinking of something that we did, if they are very specific with, hey, I was thinking about that time that we went and we saw that movie and we sat and we just laughed and laughed and laughed. It was so funny. Do you remember? And it, you know, it made me, it put a smile on my face just thinking of you. That is going to let them know that that's, that's a trigger in the right direction. It's going to let them know that they matter. It gives them a specific memory that you had with them that they had with you and you were both happy and when you remember something happy it gives you a little kind of a bump in the mood department and it may not be enough to get them out of that black place but it may just be enough to keep them on this earth. So don't just tell somebody you're thinking about them. Give them a good memory to focus on about why you're thinking about them. Or a good thought about why you're thinking about them. And to be sure to tell them that 
it made you laugh or it made you smile or oh it, it made my heart happy or it doesn't matter how you put it just let them know that it it did affect you in a good way to be thinking about them if that makes any sense and I hope that it does because that's a, that's a big one that you can do for somebody that you care about who's going through one of these episodes another thing that you can do is and with COVID I hesitate to even tell you to do this but it means a lot so I'm going to put it out there and tell you to back it up with a mask and hand sanitizer and maybe even maybe even you know the little uh, latex gloves but touch and I know this for a fact because my sister has her own depression issues they're not the same as mine but often I will go and uh, spend part of the year with her and I know when I'm around her and she's having one of her depressive episodes one of hers hers are different than mine and she's my sister so I, I don't know again what you're going through out there or what your friend is going through but here's what I can tell you to do often when she's going through one of her episodes and I'm there touch I'll just walk by and just kind of rub her on the back or on the shoulder and that's it I, I don't say anything else I don't say well I don't say anything but I'll just touch her I'll pat her you know kind of kind of pet her arm or something and and that's it but I've noticed that it tends to perk her up a little bit and when I realized that this is actually what was happening it made me think that that's something that that's missing in my life I people don't touch me enough physically and it, it really helps especially when somebody's going through a depressive episode I don't recommend that you get you know get all huggy and and touchy-feely with anybody right now with COVID but one of the things that you can do like I said just kind of pat them as you walk by and it, the physical touch cannot be stressed enough I think people don't touch enough and I know sadly a lot of that is due to COVID right now and we don't want to risk that but and one of the things that you could even do is say I love you and I'm worried about you and I would hug you if it weren't for COVID <laughs> I mean that sounds stupid but it lets them know where you stand with them how you feel about them so that's one of the ways you can help your friend another thing that you can do I'm going to give some phone numbers out now some phone numbers and some websites and these are let's see I've got suicide hotline suicide prevention line I've got the places where you can text 
just to talk to someone and see possibly what help you need or I don't know how how some of these work um I do know that all of these phone numbers and all of these websites that I'm about to give you offer 24 hour seven days a week 365 day a year help another thing that I noticed when I was going around through these is most of these are for the United States probably based on my location and which I didn't even think to turn off until just now but I think that a lot of the websites have informative information and they may be available to help you in other countries just based on the languages uh, that they offered their resources in so here we go on the black friday podcast uh, i mentioned the crisis text line where you can reach out to somebody via text and i'll give you that number again in the united states and canada text the word home to 741-741 in the united kingdom text the word home to 85258 in Ireland text the word home to 50808 okay that's the crisis text line the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255 and their website, it's a long one, all one word, of course, it's a website, is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. We've got another one. We've got mentalhelp.net. And they have a very informative site. Their hotline is one 866 307 8980. We've got another one. This website is psychcentral.com and that's P S Y C H C E N T R A L dot com. Psychcentral.com. They were so informative. I was near I was on their site for so long and reading so much stuff. Um, they've got a ton of information and especially I didn't include all of their phone numbers because my audience is primarily adults. They have, uh, they have numbers for teen suicide prevention for teens to actually talk to someone who can relate to them. They have just all kind. they've got, uh, substance abuse hotlines so this this one was really really informative and some of the numbers that they had were the national suicide prevention lifeline and you can call this number or you can text this number either one it's 1-800-273-8255 the Samaritans, you can either call this number 
or text the word HOPE to 877-870-4673. And then the last one I'm going to give you is imalive.org. And of course, it's not going to have the apostrophe in it. So it's I-M-A-L-I-V-E dot org. And they just offer texting from this site. So do that one on your phone in your web browser. And it's imalive.org. You can text and immediately talk to a, a counselor or a crisis center or something. And all of the websites that I did my research on, all of them agreed that if you or someone that you care about is in crisis, and I think from my own experience, what they mean by in crisis is suicide, suicide or homicide, either one. Uh, That's one of the questions that my psychiatrist asks me every time. If I'm, if I have thoughts of, of suicide or homicidal thoughts, um, but if you or someone you care about is having these thoughts, they need to call 911 or your country's equivalent. I don't know all the, uh, emergency responder phone numbers for all the different countries, um, but I know that where I am in the United States is 911, and I know that every country seems to have some form of number that you can have an emergency response team come out. So call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. But either one of those things, if one of these people is in crisis, it needs to be done immediately. Take them to the emergency room or call 911. And the last thing I want to say, and I want you to listen, I want you to listen real good. You matter. Know that you matter, sweetheart. Okay? And if you need me, you can contact me. Go to slutradio.fun and it's got all my contact info there. Okay? If you need me, I'm here for you. All right. Mama J out.